This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks. Terms and conditions apply. Go to details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. Also, OddsCrowd. OddsCrowd has a ton of free fantasy betting contests, including a $2,000 season-long MLB contest and a $500 week, weekly contest. Download the app today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. And Better Than Vegas is your home for free daily video picks from the SGPN crew. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. And we're also brought to you by PixWise. PixWise. Follow the PixWise Capper Contest at PixWise.com for free picks and analysis throughout the tournament from the likes of John Rothstein, Rashad Phillips, Jeff Nadu, and more to see which expert is trending hot as they ballot out for a winner-takes-all $10,000 prize over at PixWise.com. And we're also brought to you by SGP Masters. We're giving away $500 in our Masters DFS contest. That's completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash masters. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash masters. All right, welcome back, DJs. It's myself, Boston Capper, and Steve, the God of Golf himself, Shermer, for a very quick wrap up of Valero and get into what everybody wants to talk about: the Masters. It's the week. It's the time. This is what we live for. Are you ready? Oh, of course I am. I mean, I'm a little full from the uh, another family dinner that we all had. So that is right. I mean, you you went to the supermarket and uh, brought over some like uh, like pre made cookies because you got a small bet on speed today. Just you know, it. is it the FOMO? But uh, <laughs> no, I uh, a lot of people jumped on speed when uh, DJ withdrew and they caught some books napping. I did too. Uh, I got him at sixteen to one, so I was very happy to see yes. if he uh, closed the deal and resurrected himself like Jesus Christ on Easter. On Easter. Imagine. Wow. How's that? Uh, how about that? I didn't even put those two together, man. That is uh, that is something. Hey, look, it was great to watch him win. He made me sweat there because, like you said, I grabbed him yesterday. It wasn't it wasn't even today. I grabbed him yesterday for FOMO, and uh, you know how I feel about laying juice. Uh, I laid some juice, and so when he started leaking oil there on the back nine before he pulled himself together, I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" <laughs> like I was, I was not very happy. Plus, with the the in laws and my mother and everybody's chirping trying to talk to me, and I'm like, "Listen, I just want to watch these last five holes in peace." Yeah, like just, just go to the other room and talk. I don't shut up. Don't Speak just duck hooked one into the leaderboard. I don't want to hear it yeah. right now. Just listen, I am very stressed. My yeah. daughter, my daughter, my daughter came up to me. She was like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And she's like, she's like is it the people in the house? I'm like, yeah. She's like, is it golf too? I was like, uh-huh. She gave me a hug and I was like, I love you. That's why you're my favorite. Now go. <laughs> there you go. I can only hope my daughter one day does that. If I'm sweating like Colin Morikawa or something. Like, <laughs> so, exactly. all right, I mean, exactly. so typically we go through like, a big recap of the Valero Texas open, but let's, let's only talk about things you guys care about. Like, how about we actually just talk about the guys who are going to play next week and how they do. No, I mean, let's start right at the top. Jordan Spieth um, wins for the first time since 2017 open championship. And I'm just going to get my co-host gut reaction about how he feels about that player going in. So Jordan Spieth, I mean, I already know how you feel, but let's make it official. How you feel? Listen, I feel good about it, right? I feel, but I also feel really bad because I have that 50 to one ticket on him. 
And man, back to back is hot, especially going into the masters. It just makes me a little bit sad if I'm being honest, I'm going to try to stay optimistic and be like, listen, he can do what tiger did. But in reality, I, I, I know it's probably a bad ticket. So there is someone who did it more recently in tiger. Oh, oh yeah. You know, I, there was no video of this, but your eyes just lit up. <laughs> they did. They did. Ooh, ooh. But it was still a long time ago. <laughs> it was Phil Mickelson, t- 2006. So God. he won the bell South classic when that was still a thing. I don't even remember where they played that thing. No. And then a week later he won the Masters. So you know what? There's All a roadmap. Right. All right, yep. roadmap. I'll take it. Listen, I'll take it. You know I me. Mean? Yeah. I'll take any any bit any bit I can hold on to. There you go. I mean, Phil Mickelson, he's like he's a cor- horse for the course for Augusta. So is Spieth. Yeah. Yeah, like where he's yeah. at. I mean, I mean, all the stats look great. The iron plays awesome. The scrambling's been really good. It's been hitting good off the tee. Everything finally came together this week. Yep. You got Spieth fifty to one. Don't complain. No, complain. I'm not. Compl- I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. It just makes me a little sad. I would. I wish. I guess I don't wish because I paid so much juice, but, but like, I would have been like, man, I would have been all right. Like with him coming in second, but ah, whatever, man, look, it is what it is. Speak. Listen, who knows, man, maybe he goes on another run. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The, the kid finally got the monkey off his back. He's going somewhere where he feels comfortable and let's go. Let's cash that ticket for me, Jordan. Let's go. There you go. I mean, I just refreshed a lot of books and then he's down to 10 to one. Uh, really? Yeah, he's, he's he's second favorite now, and I, I told the guys on the Slack channel, I'm like, listen, you've already if you haven't bet Speed, you missed the boat, but yeah. there's a 25 to one number out there to win the Open Championship at Royal St. George. Mm-hmm. You should bet that right now. Yeah, I did bet, that. Lock that, that in. That is a Speed Golf Course. I mean, I think the Open Championships. He's he's going to win multiple of those. If if this is the Speed we're going to see, he's perfect for those places. So all right, all right, like let's it. move on. Top five Tony was not top five this week. He was no. miscut Tony. Yeah. So Tony Finau, how are you feeling? I don't know. I feel like it's my fault because I picked up a one and done. <laughs> that, Man, that's we can't true. read anything into it. Maybe he just had the uh, like. I don't understand how I can pick outrights. I can do all these things, and I am just so bad at one and done. It really boggles my mind. Like it's it it really frustrates me. If I'm being honest, like I don't get it, and I'm becoming very very frustrated by it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. It, well, this week I have a uh, one and done column uh, that's going to come on the website. So, you know, you should read up on it and uh, you can get some tips. So uh, you can go fuck yourself. The, um, the, uh, I mean, dude, what the last two tournaments, he hasn't really looked good, right? Like, eh, um, yeah, the players didn't look good match play. He was awful. Right. Yeah. And then he's bad here. I mean, listen, it's match play, throw all those results out players. Yeah. He wasn't that good. So his problems is when he was really bad off the team. I like, and, and that's a place t- at TBC San Antonio, where if you're missing, yeah, you're in sure. trouble and you're, you're just out of it, but he does irons really well. He scrambled really well, you know, for a firm Augusta national, which we'll talk about. That's really important. Yep. I'm not all that concerned. The long-term metrics look fine. This actually might be a good opportunity. Maybe his number gets deflated. Like, listen, I don't, I'm not, I don't think I want to bet him to win. Right. Like, I think his top 10 number can come down. That's yeah, appealing. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's a, a little bit of an opportunity. So, um, Sky Scheffler, you know, coming off the hot match play. Yep. Uh, I had two good rounds, two bad rounds. Yep. How are you feeling? I think he's fine. Uh, I mean, the only thing that worries me is like, I don't know, man. Like he's only played there once, right? He got a top 20 though. So, I mean, I'm fine. I mean, I'm fine with Scotty. Like I, I think he's a good player. I think he's got that grit, but man, I feel like I really devalued last year. The experience factor. 
like when making these outright bets. And I, I remember saying like, it's a COVID year or anything can happen. Look at these young guns and it did not work out in my favor. Right. So I think, I, I think I need to factor a little more course history into it and maybe pump the brakes on guys who haven't, who haven't played, who have played more than Scotty has. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about this lean later. It's, it's not a hard and fast rule. It is a trend though. Right. And like, these guys are really good. And like, there are guys who have gone to Augusta and won in their second try. So, I mean, speed did it. Danny Willett did it. <laughs> I mean, bubble won his third time. So it's not impossible. I mean, Xander came, came in second. That was the second time. Right. So you can still have a good performance. If it's only your second time there, you just have to be a really good player, but yeah, I mean, it's, Experiences matter. We'll talk about that a little bit. I, I think he's fine. Um, I'm not really too concerned. Um, all right. So I'm going to name four guys and I want you to tell me who you feel the best about coming in. All right. Got, yep. Corey Connors, Siwoo Kim, Sebastian Munoz, or Matt Wallace. Pick one. All Ooh. these guys are under $7,000. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Man, dude. Uh, so, I, so I already have a hundred and whatever, 25 to one ticket on Munez, um, which I grabbed fucking forever ago. Yeah. And 80 drinks deep. Okay. Uh, listen, man. Hey, he was playing good. And I saw the number. I grabbed it. Listen, I've done way dumber things. Okay. Um, That's <laughs> the, the, um, Man, well, like like Henrik Norlander over Henrik Stenson. All right, I know, yeah. Listen, we could talk about that. Uh, that no, was, you know what? We're not. We're just gonna. Yeah, we're that's just, fine. All right, fine. The um, fine. honestly, I think it's I think it's Connors got a top ten here, right? Irons are on fire. Like, man, how do, it's between Connors, dude. Wallace looked good, man, and he, I liked him. I liked him for this week too. I had him first round leader. I had him outright like. Man, he looked good. Like even even when even when he wheels came off a little bit, he still finished strong. <sighs> I don't know what his history is here though. So I'm gonna go Connors. Okay. So I think it's Connors too. He's way underpriced. Yeah. I mean, he's this is now three straight really good stroke play events for him. I mean, at Bay Hill he was great. The players he was great, and he was good here. Yeah. I mean, he made a nice run on Sunday to get I think in top. Didn't he finish top ten or top yeah. four, fifteen or something? Yeah. yeah. So I mean. It's, Sixty nine hundred bucks. Like there, there are a couple guys under seven thousand dollars this week that are live that really stick out like sore thumbs. At least as far right. as ball striking, like even like uh like I, I didn't even throw this guy in the list, but Lanto Griffin's gained over a stroke per round TD in his last four terms. He's been great too. He just couldn't putt this week. Mm-hmm. But I mean, all those guys, like even your Sebastian Munoz, I kind of poo pooed him last week. He's been good in three of his last four tournaments. Like yep. there are some bargains this week in DraftKings, and there are some trash players way down at the bottom. And even the $7,000 range that they don't have to really have to beat. you know, like there's not many guys that have to beat in order to make the weekend. So yeah, six or six is going to be popular, but they can also make some noise for you too. So yeah, that's good. And then uh, last guy, uh, he is not in the masters, but uh, he cost me some money this week, <laughs> a couple of times. Keegan Bradley. It, are you finally going to put this dog down? So I was going to put him down, but he won me my matchup today. So did, he get, did, he did. Have him against? Uh, I had him against, uh, hold on. I'll pull it up. The, uh, oh, fucking doc Redman. 
Tucker, Tucker, yeah, whatever you say. Okay. But he double bogeyed one and was, and was plus the plus three through like six and Redmond was plus one. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. That's when I texted you. Why is Keegan the way he is? <laughs> I was so sad, but he like, he turned around. He finished up the day. Okay. He finished minus four for the tournament. I was he five under on the back back yeah. nine today. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he was, he was solid. So I can't, I can't put, I can't put him on the boat yet, bro. I can't. He's, he's, he's got a soft spot, man. I mean, like he's got to, he's got to really hurt me. Okay. All right. Well, I, <laughs> I think you, I might, be, I know you're disappointed. I know you're disappointed. I might be done using Keegan for a while. Okay. That was, uh, that was bad. Fatty loss of Ricky. Oh my God. There. I mean, I can't really fall him for not being coach. Coach was really good. What's up week. with him. What do you think about him this week? He might turn things around. Dude, he's, I mean, he, good. he's, he's been good. Yeah. And he comes to a place. You know what? We won't talk about him now. We'll talk about okay. him. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. All right. All right. Uh, anything else from the Valero or do you want to move on? Uh, nah, just say this. Congratulations to, uh, to Tommy. <laughs> he it finally came true. through for his boy. And yeah, listen for all the speed guys, man. Like, uh, I mean, it was really good to see him win, right? Like we've talked about it. Like, whatever, man, like good for golf. It's absolutely good for golf. Like this is a great storyline running into the masters, get more eyes on golf. And yeah, man, there's nothing but good things that come from Jordan winning the tournament. I, I totally agree. I mean, this is a long time coming. It was, you know, it's sometimes it was fun to pile on a little yeah. bit of the struggles and his two way miss and just, you know, sitting Indian style on the driving range and stuff like that. But it was sad too. Like it was. What, what was it? We were sitting here. What? Like how long was it ago? Nine months ago when he had that, uh, that third round at the PGA championship, it was him versus JT. And JT being by like twelve shots that day, and like Sweet just was lost. Like, yeah, completely. That wasn't that long ago, yeah. and now he's the second favorite to win the Masters. Like, that is a remarkable turnaround. Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty great. So, yeah, it's it's always more fun when Spieth is in the mix. And uh, with that said, let's move on to the Masters. All right, let's move on to the Masters. Listen, before we move on to the Masters, listen, College Hoops is back too, right? So you got to go to Win Bet. Uh, you can get live betting action. Uh, they bring you the action of all real live sports betting and online casino play all produced by win Las Vegas. Get on all your favorite teams and tournament upsets. Don't miss out on the madness. Generous promos, odds and pilots are happening right now at win bet. Get started today and you'll receive a free special offer up to $500 risk-free bet terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. Uh, they got some, uh, they hang some golf numbers over there too, Steve. Uh, uh, Brooks is still sitting at like 28 to one over there. So uh, I, if you I can go to win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 28 to one, let's do it. Yeah, let's do Definitely. it. Why not? I listen. I know there's some thirties hanging out there, but listen, go, go get uh go get the 28 to one over at win. Listen, uh, it's worth a shot. Uh, that, that man is a, uh, that man is ready. All right. <laughs> All right. So yes, let's go is. to the masters. Let's go. All right. So where you want to start? You want to start with the golf course? I mean, that's probably the best place to start. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Everybody knows it. Let's say everybody knows your name. It's like, cheers, man. Yeah. I mean, so, so last fall, I mean, God, that seems like yesterday. We've been really that podcast. So I know. So we went over like our best holes, least favorite hole. We're not going to do that again. If, if you want to go listen to, you know, like us really breaking down the golf course, like best hole, go download last year. We do that. But I think where we uh, start, is kind of emphasizing that what we saw in November was a one-off and yeah. there's a lot of key differences between what we saw in November. And what we're going to see this week. So why don't we flash when we rewind the clock six months ago. So this is when everybody thought Bryson was going to be on top of the world. He's going to overpower the place. He was going to, 
you know, do his thing. And uh, I was one of those people. Um, and I was pounding the table, always saying Bryson's going to run away with it. Yep. And first hole, <laughs> you were like, Oh no, the ten, the ten, the, no, no. It was the 10th. I was yeah. like, Oh baby, I'm right. <laughs> he smoked dry three forty, took a wedge, put the three and a half feet on 10. I was like, let's fucking go. I'm the greatest handicapper of five. I got this. And then he missed, then he missed the, the putt. <laughs> yeah. And then it was downhill ever since. It was awful. <laughs> it was extremely. I, I, I knew I was fucked when he missed that three foot putt. I was the opposite oh, yeah. of you. I was like, do, oh, no. Do you I'm know why? Started. Because the narrative all week was we just have a green reading book. You can't putt. And I'm like, yeah, all right. You don't I actually said in the slideshow. Do you yeah. think he needs his green reading book to meet, make this birdie putt? Nope. Missed it. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, yeah. he did. So, I mean, but overall, though, I mean, Dustin Johnson ran away with it. He's 20 under, I think, what? Cam Smith and Sung Jay tie for second at 15 yeah. under. I mean, it was a yeah. birdie fest. Yeah. It was even par was the cut line. Mm. I just, I, th- I think like 45 guys are under par. Like it was just, it was so wet. It was yeah. soft, it was super soft. Yeah, it was super it soft. Was warm and humid. There was no wind either. It was the easiest scoring conditions I've ever seen at Augusta national. And I mean, there's a, even if like, it wasn't that like soggy, it was still going to play soft because they had to lay all the overseed to get it ready. So you got to water the hell out of the golf course. They didn't do it until September, October. That's when you have to like, otherwise the grass won't grow. It'd be too hot. So they're watering the place. Guys are complaining about mud balls. Like there's a lot of approach shots. Like even if they hit in the fairway, like you never know where the ball was going to go after that. And another thing too, is like, it wasn't totally ryegrass. It wasn't totally like, like the lush green grass around, you know, the greens and the rough that we're used to seeing there. The right, Bermuda wasn't right. that it was way too warm to have it go dormant. Yeah. So lies are really inconsistent. Like sometimes you would get to an area like, all right, it's, it's overseeded. The ball is popping up. You can get a contact or like other times it was in like Bermuda rough and just sank to the bottom or like chipping off the type Bermuda. Like some mm-hmm. of it was rye overseed. Like it was pop up. Other times it was Bermuda it was flat. Like it made scr- like scrambling kind of difficult, but overall guys were peppering greens. It was really soft. Um, you're getting no role in the fairway. And if you look at the top of the leaderboard, there's a lot of bombers that won there. Like, I mean, Sung Jay and Cam Smith, they both can get out there, but 300. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, DJ yeah. won it going a mile, like JT, Rom, Brooks, Rory, yeah. all of them were at the top of the leaderboard. all usual suspects. Exactly. Yeah. Even Dylan Fertelli, he hits it a mile too. He yeah. did really well. And guys are hitting a lot of fairways because it just, once the ball hit, it was dead. So why don't we go this year? So. Did you catch any of the women's amateur uh, yesterday? What Probably do you not. Think? What do you okay. think? All right. <laughs> no. Actually, actually, I did only because it was it interrupted, uh, or it, 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 I was still the tail end between the cut between whatever the NBC and Golf Channel was, and I was like, "What is this? Where's the matchup I'm watching?" <laughs> okay. Well, it was important to see how the Augusta was playing. I was also golfing yesterday, Steve. That's true. I mean, I'm still in Western New York and it's 50 degrees and everything's still so- too soggy in order to go. Oh, dude, it was, dude, it was fucking cold. We went out and it was, uh, when we teed off, it was 42. Oh, I, you, you poor thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. I had a sweatshirt on for like three holes. It's terrible. Okay. Yeah. For you. <laughs> um, anyways, what was I going to say? So anyways, so the golf course, it's really firm. It's rock hard. They have not gotten much rain at all down there. And 
it was so firm that like, even if balls are like going in the overseed rough, it was just rolling and rolling, and rolling to like crazy places. Really? Yeah. So no one was, it was very hard to hit, to hit fairways. Once I hit the fairways, it would roll a long ways, but like, it's hard to get in the fairways and the greens are rock hard. So how does that translate to this masters? It was going to be a firm and fast Augusta national. Good. Like you have to be in the fairway. Iron play is going to be really important. Like guys going to be missing greens. Scrambling is going to be really important too. Like last year, the last November was more of like a driving putting contest, like bomb it on the fairway, pepper the green and then make the putt here. It's going to be harder. It's going to be a little more difficult. Now there's a couple things that are going to dictate where it goes. So up until last week, it looked like it was going to be crazy wind mm-hmm. and no rain. And unfortunately what's happened with the forecast is rain is now in the forecast first two days and the wind has subsided. So anytime you get less wind and more moisture in the golf course, it yeah. takes a little bit of fire out of it. Oh. But, but you said not, they had the, they had the sub air system. There, yeah, but right? that's only on the greens and there's only so much that sub air can do. Yeah. So it really depends on how much rain they get those first couple of days where things are going to go. But as of the forecast right now, like winds look like it's going to come in, coming out of like a westerly direction, which is the hardest wind to have there. Like anytime you have like a double digit Western wind, everything, all the par fives play into the wind. Um, it just makes certain hole locations tough to get to. And certainly crosswinds, like it just makes it more difficult to come from that direction. Like if you look back past masters, where the winds are per round, Scores are higher when it comes out of the West, like usually easier scores are when it comes from the East. Um, and then it really is going to come down to how much rain they get. Now, just look at the forecast right now. It kind of reminds me of the 2013 masters. That was one that like, it was warmer temperatures, but they got, they didn't get much rain heading into the event. So the event, so Augusta was rock hard. They got some rain during the event, but scores were still under 10. We're, you know, on, we're still in the single digits. Yeah. And so the guy who won that year was, was Adam Scott. So he had a good combination of distance and accuracy off the tee, yeah. really good design play, really good scrambler. Wasn't really that great of a putter. It was a ball striking contest. Yeah. It was tee to green game. So, and also like, you know, the 2014 masters kind of like that too. It, they got a lot of rain before the tournament, but like during it, they got no rain. Winds were about similar to what they're going to get this week. As far as like West Southwest winds, you know, 10 to 15 miles per hour. It was pretty firm that week too. So that was one by Bubba. And I think he was like eight under par and that was a weird leaderboard. You had like Spieth there. You had Jonas Blix. Remember him? <laughs> Dude, was up at the top of the Kevin Stadler, who made a cameo this week at uh, TBC San Antonio. Dude, how about there. that, man? I know. That was a cool story. That was cool. I mean, he missed like what? 25, 29 cuts coming in. Yeah. Yeah, no, dude, like, yeah. like you can't help but root for that, because like, you know the motherfuckers are gonna screw you out right anyway. But like, right. it's like, all right, cool, man, good for you. You know what I mean? Like, I, lo- I love stories like that. Yeah, yeah. but like, so he w- he played well at the 2014 Masters. Like old guys, like Bernhard Langer was top ten. Miguel Angel Jimenez, Miguel Angel Jimenez was top ten. Was that hey? Was that the year he got in the fight with Keegan at the Masters? Uh, the match play at Harding Park. I thought he got might the, fight the year the Masters. Might have been the year before. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. Harding Park was 20. 15. It was there. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah. No, <laughs> but, uh, let's see. Uh, Thomas Bjorn was in that top 10. Odd. Yeah. It was, it was a weird top 10 that year and Bubba beat speed that year. Yeah. So, 
you know, when you get these like firm and fast masters, like the leaderboard can be kind of like wonky. Like even with the 2013 one, you had Adam Scott beat on hell Cabrera, who was a former masters winner, but he hadn't really yeah. done anything. You know, Jason day was a usual suspect. Mark Leishman was kind of an unknown back then. This was his breakthrough tournament okay. uh, in 2013. You had Torborn Thunderbear. He was six. Brant Snedeker was in there. Like Kucher was up there. Cause he just always was Sergio was in the top 10. So like you get kind of these wonky top tens was a little firm and fast. Right. So hope for no rain, hope that maybe we get a little bit of wind and it might open up the field a little more to guys who might win. Otherwise, if it's going to be calm conditions, if it's, if it's going to be soft, we run the risk of maybe getting another like driving show. Like we saw last November. Well, I'll be disappointing. It would be like, seriously, like, well, like because this? I mean, we were expecting 20 mile per hour wins heading into last week. We're like, yes, <laughs> I know an under winning score. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Right. I am fine with that, but I'm also fine with like, all right, maybe it's not so crazy, right? Maybe it's not 20, maybe it's like 10 to 12 mile an hour wins where the degree of difficulty is ticked up a little bit, but it's not like completely the weather completely decides who wins. Right. Yeah. Like, like, I don't want to, I don't want to. I don't want the masters determined by the fucking wind. I'm fine with that in Punta Corrales or wherever the fuck I'm fine with that, but not the masters. I don't want the mat. I want the best golfer that weekend to win. Does yeah, that make sense? I mean, yeah. I, I think it's going to come down to how much rain they get Thursday, Friday. Okay. And if it, cause right now it's, it's like 50, 50, like there's a thunderstorm that might roll through Friday. They might dump a lot of rain, but it's 50, but they 50. get, but they get rain like we do, man. I mean, it's just, it's just well, like we do. I say Florida, like it just rolls through for like 30, 45 minutes, dumps a shit ton of rain and moves. Yeah. But it's still on the course though. Like still play. Yeah. So we'll see. But if I it's mean, been dry, it, but if it's been dry up there for the last like two weeks, I mean, these courses are built to take rain and have the runoffs and have good drainage. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully yeah. it won't be because it has been relatively dry in the South for like at least the last two weeks, at mm-hmm. least. Well, well, that's the hope I'm having. Cause like, if you look at the Monday of the 2014 masters, they got an inch of a quarter rain on Monday and then they got no rain the rest of the time and score. The winning score is minus eight. It played really firm anyways. And they got no rain in the month, like before that. Yeah. So maybe it will stay firm and maybe the conditions that's, will be harder, bro. That's what I'm thinking really, because it has okay. been dry. It has been dry down here. Like, it, like it hasn't rained, like it rained. The Paula down here is Fucking ridiculous, like mm-hmm. unbelievably ridiculous. Like I put visine drops going out of my house every morning. Like my kids are like, who don't even take allergy medicine have been taking like Flonase and stuff like, cause it hasn't rained. Like, and I'm not that far. I'm probably like three hours South of, um, Augusta, maybe a little farther than that, but, um, yeah, dude. I mean, it's, it's, no. it's been relatively dry. So hopefully that's it, man. I mean, Christ, dude, if my local uh, country club courses can, can, a figure out drainage and things like that. You would hope the masters can deal with an inch and a half of rain uh, once or twice in a three week period and not, not turn it into a, a really soft course. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and right now the precipitation levels of their foreheads, like maybe two tenths of an inch. Oh, so you know what? Nothing. Maybe that's it's nothing. Stay, maybe it's, I mean, well, anytime you get that golf course, it's a little bit of moisture. The guys take advantage of it. Yeah. So, and there is going to be a little bit of humidity in the air too. The, the greens kind of soak the humidity out and they, that makes it a little more receptive. But I mean, if, 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 if the greens are this rock hard is what I saw on Saturday, like it's just got, it's going to be hard to get the pins. You have to be really good with your irons. You have to be really good with your spin control. Got to hit from the fairway. Cause like even the, the tiniest amount of spin you get on the ball is gonna be so important for these greens. 
guys will be missing greens and get scrambling, get up and down for pars will be there. So like of the four major categories, I'm probably elevating iron play and scrambling a little more. I mean, obviously off the tee, like if you're going to have a good, if you have a good driving distance, you always have an advantage, like no matter what, but I'm not emphasizing that quite as much and putting. I mean, Adam Scott, if I'm comparing this to like a 2013 masters, Adam Scott was a streaky putter, like 2014 Bubba streaky putter. So as long as you demonstrate like the ability to like get hot with a putter once once or twice, if your putting numbers aren't like off the charts, I can look past that. If you're just a supreme iron player and scrambler. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, why not? Like, I don't know, but we'll, we'll get to like the type of golfers that we're looking at. And uh, listen, before we get to like, you know, what we're looking at as far as question marks, <clears throat> excuse me, what we're targeting leans, things like that. Listen, hopefully entered the odds crowd contest, March madness uh, for your chance to win eight grand odds, grand <laughs> odds, grand odds crowd has plenty of free contests, including a $500 weekly contest and a $2,000 long or $2,000 season long MLB contest. Listen, whatever you do, no red Sox in your lineup guys. Okay, listen. Uh, they are terrible. We're, we might go. Oh, I, we, I don't even know if we're doing 162 this year, but it might be 0 and 162. Okay, so if you, if you want to make money uh, at this odds crowd contest, no Red Sox unless you're unless you're uh, targeting their pitching staff. Okay, because <laughs> they suck. All right. Um, and listen, Odds Crowd isn't just a fantasy betting contest. It's a social app built for sports bettors. Free to download. You can live group chat with other bettors, track your bets, and set up private betting contests uh, with your buddies and much more. So download the free app today or go to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. All right. You want to talk about some players with some question marks? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, the biggest well, we one, saw- your boy. The biggest one, your boy. That's the biggest one. Uh, Brooks Kapka. The biggest one. That that's absolutely God, the biggest question mark. That was some breaking news this, this evening. I was. That's the biggest one. So yeah. So I, I I so he apparently came out and said, listen, if I what if I didn't think I was gonna win, I wouldn't be here. Um he shed a little light on his surgery. So he dislocated his knee, they popped it back in, did some repair work. But he was in golf ball six days afterwards. He's been rehabbing like a maniac and he's back. And he did the MJ meme. That uh, replied yeah. to Brad Faxon <laughs> about uh, how it was a six, eight month surgery. And he's yeah. like, and I, I took that personally. Very personally. <laughs> and I emptied the 401k on him. Spoiler <laughs> alert. We're geez. talking about the uh, our bets that we've already laid. I found a very appealing number of Brooks Kepka that we'll talk about later that maybe you can get on to. So I had, um, Brooks, I had Brooks earlier. I, th- I can't even remember what I had him. I'll have to pull it up. I think I, I think I got him at like 36 or 42. Uh, was this at like before Phoenix? Yeah, it was way before Phoenix. Right, told All you right, so you know what? I'm right at your level then. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. All <laughs> right. So we'll talk about him a little later. Um, the question has been answered about John Rom. Kid is here. Woo! Congrats, yeah. Johnny. Congrats. Yep, congrats. There you go. And, he, and before and anyone, dude, goes, how happy? How how? Time out. How happy did he look in that picture? Did you see it? Oh, he looks like, very happy. That is like that's a dude who is going to come out. Like he's going. Listen, my boy was just born. How cool is it going to be for me to have my boy born and then go out and win the masters with all the joy of being a brand new parent. Cause he hasn't had any of the nightmare shit yet. It's still just a newborn cute little baby who does nothing but like sleep, right? He's yeah. not stressed out parent yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a, there's a couple of things to that. So I remember last summer when Rory revealed, like he wasn't doing very well and he's like, listen, like my wife's pregnant. Like he's worried about that. Now that's behind him. Baby's here doing great. Wife is great. Got that cleared out. And you know, anyone's like, well, you just have a kid. He's not going to be focused. Well, Danny will had a kid like a week before the masters 
and he still won. Yeah. So there is a roadmap and a blueprint to winning the masters after just having a kid. So yeah, he looked happy. looked great. Yeah. I, uh, you know, we'll save it till later. Um, but I, I think he's, if you still can find a book napping on that price, you I can. would get down on it. You can uh, well, speaking of might as well just grab whatever number you can. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Rory, uh, there is a legitimate question about his form. Um, so last we saw was he was terrible at match play, got blown up by Ian Poulter. <laughs> the swing changes. We don't know where he is. He hired Pete Cowan to come in to take a look. The number is dropping on him. I saw an 18 to one today. I saw a 22 to one. You did. You did. Cause I'm wait. I'm waiting to see if he gets to 20. I saw 22 and I almost bet it. I almost bet it. I still didn't even pull the trigger, bro. He looked so bad. <laughs> I guess it's the same. It's what we talked. There's been a couple instances this year where a stupid number gets put on a guy that shouldn't be like that. And they won. So at, at the Phoenix open, it was Kapka yep. and he won players. It was JT. At, well, the WC workday was Morikawa 45 yeah. to one. Yep. He won. Yep. And it was 21 players, JT, and he won. The difference, though, well, you know what? I mean, Kepka was not in form. No, Kepka wasn't in form. Morikawa couldn't putt uh, out of a, his way out of a paper bag. But the ball striking was still pretty good. Yeah, ball striking was fine. Yeah. And JT's ball striking was still fine. Like, nothing's going well for Rory right now. No, I mean, I, I mean, he did driving, right. wedge, nothing. I mean, he played all right at workday, right? Yeah. Fine. Bay Hill, he was okay. I actually did. No, Bay Hill, yeah, Bay Hill was he was good. He, he was, was okay. okay. Yeah, he was good. You can make a case. Yeah. I don't know. I, I want to see where that number drops. I don't think it's gonna get to 20. I think the book well, I mean, maybe some books. I mean, like you saw. Yeah. It was just it was just my local at 22, and I okay. immediately went over to Bovada because usually um my local hangs a little lower numbers than Bovada. I was like, oh shit, can I just go throw like, so like 15, I think 20 like, bucks on this one? And it's like 16 on Bovada. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think, I don't think it's going to get the 20 like on the main stuff. Yeah. So look for, look for anything over 20. That might be an opportunity, but we'll see. Um, Justin Rose isn't healthy. I haven't heard a status update on him. No. no. And I don't think I'm going to touch it either. No. I mean, he just, that's, he withdrew from Bay Hill, withdrew from and then the he quit. And then he quit mid fucking round. No, he did. I mean, well, he's legitimately injured, dude. Is he? Is yeah, he? I think he is. Did you get him? Okay. Did you he get didn't a doctor's play. report? Okay. All right. Let me ask you a question. If he was really injured, why wouldn't he go play the WGC match for a guaranteed paycheck? You're right. You're right. You're yeah. Right. So I might just be a little salty because I'm pretty sure I had him in that matchup. Where I, just think fucking did, I think he did. <laughs> and he's had back injuries before. Yeah. That's probably don't touch. And as, and, and, as, and as pussy always said, nobody knows anything about backs. Does anybody get that? Please tell me a listener out there gets the Soprano joke. I mean, I been. Oh I watched the Sopranos. I don't remember that. Oh, okay, God. that's what Big Pussy was wearing the wire, and he was going down to the Dominican because there was something wrong with backs. And then uh, and Tony and Paulie were talking, and Paulie was like, "Hey, I got the doctor," and he says, uh, "Yeah, nobody knows. Even the doctors don't know anything about backs. So who knows?" That's really anyway. Sorry for derailing that. Anyways, uh, let's talk about Matthew Wolf. Uh, speaking about a guy who probably should be put in the bottom of the ocean, like a uh, big pussy. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what this dude, he showed a couple flashes of the match play, but then he hit like the most, the worst tee shot I've ever seen from a player. Like it was, it's, it's something, it's something I did at the driving range on Saturday, just a snap duck hook that went like 45 degrees, right? 
It was insane. Insane. And like, it's the same thing as last year. Like a lot of people were high on wolf and I said, pump the brakes because the guy is Zoolander of golf. He can only (laughs) turn the ball one way. And right now he doesn't know anywhere where the ball's going. So while he does have the game, if he can have control of it, because he's long, he hits a right to left shot. That's a perfect shot shape for Augusta. No, I'm not, I'm not touching it. So you want to even throw, you want to throw like 10 bucks on him? No, I already put, I, I already okay. have, I, listen, I was yeah. just asking. No, I'm, right. I'm not even going to bother. So, okay. um, what about key tre- trends and leans? This is probably why I think we you're most looking forward to because I have a bunch of lists. I have a bunch yeah. of, that, yeah, hey, they're hey, going to hey, grind, you know, it's going to, you know, make you pretty happy and make well, you bet a bunch of guys. You probably shouldn't listen that, but that's fine because here's the deal, right? Because you hit me with that two and six thing the other night. I've literally been thinking about it since you told me about it. And and I know last year, the mistake in my process was completely being like bad, whatever. Like, I like, I don't care about the experience. Like what about, you know what I mean? I, I know that was my mistake. And okay. so I want to learn from that mistake. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I do, I just want to learn from it. And I know I, I wasn't very familiar with the uh, Dubai classic at that point, because I never pay attention to that side of the world. And I've, this past year, I've been paying more attention to it, like just random tournaments and stuff. And I would thank my my esteemed co-host for uh, turning me into more of a degenerate watching uh, European <laughs> golf. Uh, thank you. Uh, You're welcome. My wife loves it. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, hey, it's it's good coffee golf, man. It is. Yeah. It is good golf in the morning. I'll give you that. It is. Uh, my kids want to turn the TV on in the morning when they get ready for school. I'm like, Mm-mm. no, Daddy's watching something. How much better is that coverage, by the way, than like what the shit we got at NBC? It's so much it, better. It's night and day. Yeah, and apparently that's day. like their D squad that like gives like the BBC people or whoever it is. That's, that's their D squad that like, like this, like apparently in Europe, it's way better than what we see on golf channel. Of course it is. Cause they show actual golf, actual golf. and there's no, and there's no bullshit. Oh, I don't, no I don't bullshit. have to have 20 minutes of the chairman of Valero talking to me about how like the oil company cares about clean energy. Fuck off. No, you don't like, I don't, I, and neither do I care. Show me the golf cart. Like yeah. show me the golf. Yeah. No FedEx cup updates. No, yeah. like, Hey, this is the top five players who've earned the most fed up FedEx cup points in 2009. I don't give a flying fuck about that stat. It tells me nothing. Yeah, nothing. Move yeah. on. Show yeah. me the shot. I have a matchup going asshole. Let's go. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So let's go over some key trends and bling. So why don't we do the experience bump? Okay. That's so I don't think there's many guys you're going to snap outright bet, but I think there's some guys in this list that maybe you might want to do like top 10, top 20 bet on. Okay. Right, let's go. So for those who don't know, Data golf did an analysis of total strokes gained after certain amounts of times you played it. So like if you've had, if you go to a masters and you've had no experience, you're probably gonna lose like 44 strokes per round to the field. Like, you say, or you say like four, did you say 44 strokes? 0. 0.4. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? No, half <laughs> okay. Okay. No, you're, you're not going to be uh mid summer 2020 Mark Leishman. All right. <laughs> yeah. So but there's certain level jumps and they, there's a chart that they have like basically shows like, you know, per year, what you do. And there's three key level jumps, it's actually three, not two. There's three. Right. Okay. So in your third masters, you make a jump in your seventh masters, you make a jump in your ninth masters, you make a jump. Like okay. ninth is like your apex historically. So it's not a far, hard and fast rule, but like there have been examples of guys around that time frame when they make a leap. So like, and there's some prominent winners. So like Adam Scott through nine masters had only had one top 10 and then he ripped off 
a second, a seventh, and then a win. So like around that time, like after nine, it took him a while, but eventually he got there. Okay. Um, Bubba won in 2012 after two or no, after three. And then he won. Okay. Um, and then let's see, who's the other one? Oh, DJ. So DJ okay. had, I think nine masters and then he won without, or no, no, he had six masters without a top 10 and then he hasn't finished outside of the top 10 since then. And then he finally won. And I think it's 11th. Okay. So like either you want to look at like key level jumps, like, all right, they hit like, it's like the third year, third wide, year receiver. wide receiver. Yeah, <laughs> That's like exactly that. what I was thinking about when you were going through it. Exactly. Or just like guys around that range that might make a leap. So like, let's just do like your third master, seventh masters and ninth masters. So, so there's eight guys who are making the third masters. You tell me if they speak, that they pique your interest. Okay. Harris English. Yes. Okay. All right. He hasn't played a master since 2016, but mm, no, okay. well, shit, you can't leave that. You can find that. No, he doesn't. I mean, okay. that's fucking four years, bro. All right. Brian Harmon. No, he piques my interest. Lefty playing really good. Oh, I, I forgot he was a lefty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He piques my interest a lot this week. So, all right. Okay. Dylan for Dylan for telly. Yeah. Kid plays good. Did he use up all his bullets last November? I think he's in pretty good fucking form, man. Okay. All right. Here's one I know is going to pique your interest. Matt Wallace, third masters. Ooh, is it really? Yep. Oh no. The first level, first level jump. Why do I love? So like, I love all these angry English golfers. That's oh, funny. he was, he was pissing and moaning. Oh, to too. oh and I, you, I, I was thinking about you. I'm like, you must love this guy. Right? Oh, I dude. I thought he was going to snap that putter over his fucking, over his hamstrings when he missed that little fucking three footer and he put it behind it and he just roared. And I was like, don't snap it, bro. Don't snap it. Yep. You know who his caddy is? Mm-mm. It's Henrik Stenz's old caddy. Oh, really? Yeah, that made you feel kind of bad. Why? Considering how Henrik Stenz is just awful now and his caddy moved on. Well, yeah, his caddy has to move on. Dude's got to eat, man. Yeah. Well, you know what? He costs you money. You can't eat because of that lost bet you had. It's lots of lost bets, lots of wins bets. Still a good weekend for me. Whatever it is what it is. Yeah, that's true. Uh, speed speed made up for it. You, <laughs> you laid minus 180 on Henrik Norlander. Shame on you. Shame on me. Shame, shame. Yes. Yeah. Give me the okay. game of Thrones. Right. That, that's right. not let's, let's go with that's the important stuff. Come on. Let's right. go. That's not flying. All right. Next three guys. I don't think you're going to have interest. Brian Gay, third masters, hmm. Brendan Todd. I can maybe see it, but he's so playing good. so bad. And then Michael Thompson, hmm. maybe he makes a cut. I don't know. All right. Wallace. Huh? Seven, seventh masters. This is the one. That's the big jump. All right. So there's three guys in this range. I'm going to go from probably your least interested to most interested. Okay. Okay. See how well we know each other on this episode of the honeymooners. All right, go. This is Danny. Will seventh masters. No. Probably not. Okay. No. All right. This is Billy horse seventh masters. Uh, okay. All right. I, yeah. I, I mean, how much do you want to wait match play? I don't, I don't, it, it, I don't, but he played well at work day though. Finished second, play well, well at work day. And he played well at concession. Well, that's the same thing. Oh, the work they fucking Christ. Just call it the golf course. <laughs> did he play well with players too? I think he did. Yeah, he played well yeah, with players. Well. Yeah, played okay. well with players. So he's playing well lately. Yeah. All right, fine. Okay. Matthew Fitzpatrick, seventh masters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know. Yeah. It's bizarre. He's like twenty seven years old. How is this his seventh masters? And he looks like he's twelve. 
Still. He does. He's playing really well too. Yeah. Ooh, Fitz, huh? I what, number what? What, what number is that hanging at right now? We'll talk about him later. So, okay. um, and then there's one guy who's in his ninth masters, Mark Leishman. Uh, why would, why would you do that to me? Because I love you. And, <laughs> I know, and I know you, you love this guy. You have a soft spot for Leishman. I do. Uh, he's not, he's, he's back to playing like garbage. I know. Yeah. I know. But his number's really, it's a big number on him. I know it's gotta be what it's gotta be over a hundred to one. Yeah. I think, I think, I think actually it was one twenty five when I looked earlier, actually. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you want me, you want me to sell it, sell it. I think this is gonna be like 2013 masters and he finished T five that year. Okay. All right. Nine masters. Be, you just, see, I was already on Wallace and Fitz and then you just gave that to me. Okay. All right. So though, those are the level jumps. I, like I mean, it. it's not perfect. You can find guys who are in their sixth masters, eighth master, but just kind of keep that in mind where either they're entering the window or they're getting close to the window. It might, it's, I wouldn't like use it as a firm and fast rule, but like, if you need to like convince yourself, yeah, timer, yeah, go with that. All right. Yeah. Second lane, eight of the nine last nine winners were inside the top 10 strokes gain T to green head in the masters. Um, the lone exception was Patrick Reed back in 2018. He was 24th T to green. So here's a list as of today. And we're going to go right. 10 to one. All right. Number 10, Sergio Garcia, 2017 masters winner. All the guy does is ball strike. Agreed. Which you know what though, if this is a masters where it's kind of like 2013, 2014, where they're oh, not that it. strong putters, they just ball strike the place to death. You can, you do, can it. do it. Number nine, Patrick Cantlay. Uh, I mean, he's just, he didn't play well. Well, he played well match play till Friday. I don't know what the hell happened then. Yeah. Uh, didn't play well players. He didn't, well. he didn't, he didn't move his feet enough times. He forgot to move it the 16th time on the stroke instead of, I guess, two. but listen, still inside the top 10 T green. Yeah. He counts number eight. Um, you know, you might want to get the, uh, what? 21 gun salute, whatever it's called. Uh, yeah. Keegan Brad, Keegan Bradley, eight. not the uh. masters. So sad. Squandered opportunity. For real. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let's move on to the guys who can actually win besides him. Uh Tony Finau, seventh. Okay. Dustin Johnson, six. He's kind of fallen off the map a little bit. Yeah. He hasn't I, played I feel, very well. He hasn't played very well recently. I feel like it was a putting. But you're saying it was a T to green, huh? Uh he's been not so great T to green lately. Okay. I mean, I mean, it's good good numbers. Like it'd be yeah. good if it was like, I don't know, Billy Horschel. Right, but not DJ. Yeah, I got you. Not DJ. It's 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 gone downhill since he won the Masters last fall. So, all right, number five, Justin Thomas. No surprise. Number four, Will Zalatoris. And I saw he's like one fifty to one to win the Masters. This is his first time though. I was he's a debutante, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. So that might be someone to keep in mind for like top twenty, maybe. Because because debutante's number one, right? Uh I mean, besides the first masters, yeah, well, fucking Christ. <laughs> of course. Come on. I don't, I, I, I can't, I don't, there, I'm sure there has been, I think it was a long time ago though. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. So fine. Yeah. Top number, th- number three, Kala Morikawa. Ooh, I like he number two, John Rom mm-hmm. and number one, Bryson DeChambeau. I know you're shaking your head. It's because of what happened last year. It is because of what happened last year. You're hundred percent right. Listen, you're hundred percent right. And like, 
Yeah, I mean, fuck, man. I mean, he played well at players, and that was a golf course we didn't think he was going to do well at. Yeah, and he melted down. I, mean, I feel like the, the top really fucking kind of threw him, <laughs> threw, threw him off for, for a hole or two. <laughs> that, that's, I forgot about that. <laughs> he, he topped the ball into a into water. a fucking hazard that and no one knew existed. Then he hit a shank. Yeah. He had two shanks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, it's. Man. I, I don't know what to do with Bryson because I, I listen to the numbers back. too short to bat. The numbers way too oh, short. Oh, it's to weight bat. is way too short. I mean, I'm talking more like DraftKings or like stuff like that because I think everyone remembers how he blew up in everybody's faces <laughs> last year. He's a wild card. I can, I don't know. I, I'm still thinking about him. So, yeah. I mean, other guys I'm, who are on the I'm fringe. Still, I'm still like, thinking I'm, as well. Other guys who are on the fringe outside the top 10. Victor Hovland, I think, is the 11th. Corey Connors is 12th. Xander Shoffley's 13th. He's kind of fallen off a little bit. Uh, we're going to have Nagel's bagels on the podcast tomorrow. You can probably oh, debate him. Oh, Jesus, dude. I saw him on Twitter before we came on here when I was smoking a cigarette. Apparently he picked uh speed and his one and done. Uh, yeah, he, no, he's going to get some props tomorrow. He had a very good week. Yeah. yeah he yeah, actually he, had an excellent week. Yeah. He had like four sixty two or something like that. He's dancing on people's graves. I love it. <laughs> It's because you don't see Nagels do that shit. He's like literally like he's quote tweeting people like from Friday and shit. I'm literally just like, hold on, fuck Twitter. I'm just gonna go to Nagels feed while before I get on the podcast real quick. I will have to ask him tomorrow because I I, I watch the show and I'm like, you did pretty. Yeah. Nice. I'm, yeah, I'm happy for. Him. Yeah, I'm me too. Absolutely. So. I think it's even funnier with he just just uh, I just think he's funny on social media, man. He cracks me up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so Brooks Kepka, I think, is 14th. Yeah. And then Joaquin Neiman's 15th. And then some other guys who are kind of popular. So like Roy McIlroy's 18th, uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, 24th, same number as when Reed won it. I know. <sighs> Will you I, stop? Will you stop? <laughs> you do this to me every fucking week. You give me these I stupid know, little I, tidbits that uh, you know are going to make me all excited because of how my brain works. And I'm like, ooh, that correlates. Give me that. It correlates nothing, but I'm like, in my brain it does. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. nothing to do with anything, but he's 24th. Same number as Patrick Green when he won. I literally uh, wrote 24th next to Fitz's name. <laughs> there you go. Um, your boy Taro Hatton's fallen all the way to 26. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, he, I remember when we did this last November, he was solidly inside the top 10 and starts seeing T to green. Yeah. And it, it, he hasn't been playing great. Um, yeah. Webb Simpson's 33rd. He hasn't been yeah. playing all the great, the ball straight. And then Daniel Berger's 39th. But I think a lot of that's from the fall. fall He's been playing yeah. a little better. He's been playing a little better lately. I'm fine so. with Berger. Ber, Ber, okay. Ber, 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 I feel like Berger's probably a little sneaky actually this, okay. this week. Yeah. I mean, I, I think of anyone outside the top 10, those five, I think, can buck the trend. Yeah, I think so. so okay. I think Burger can. I don't think Simpson can though. I'm gonna disagree with you on that. Okay. He just seems off to me. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, a couple, right. Of, couple other. Right. Ones. Oh no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go, go. Okay. Um, so ten of the last eleven Masters winners have won some events. Could be in Turkey. Could be United States. Could be in Fiji. Doesn't matter. They have won a tournament, a stroke play tournament. In a calendar year before the Masters, ten of eleven guys. The last one not to do it was, oh shit, I actually forget. <laughs> but is it? I mean, most of these guys have won something in the last calendar year. Okay, well there you go. So if there's guys, use the set. I have nine guys who have not won anything in the last calendar year. So that can... maybe you want to get off of. All right, so nine guys. There you go. Right. Fine. All number right. number one. This excludes Rory McIlroy. Has not won anything in the last year. Fine. Was on medic. This next one kind of is an asterisk because if they didn't do the bullshit FedEx Cup, he actually technically would have won. Xander Shoffley. He won. He technically won that tournament. Listen, 
Nagels isn't on until tomorrow. Okay. All right. Stop. Stop trying to kiss his ass already. All right. I'm not. I'm trying to defend the guy. I, listen, I saw. I saw how you guys teamed up against me last time. Don't think I'm not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> I am fair and balanced. Okay. I'm the neutral arbiter. Yeah. So. Okay. Fox News. All right. Fine. All right. Your boy Tommy Fleetwood has not won anything in the calendar year. No way. He hasn't won anything in a year. I'm fine. You're I'm not betting him at 33 to one. So weird. Fuck no. I'm not betting him. Never okay. betting him again. He's uh, Tony Finau has won anything in five years. There you go. Um, Cam Smith has not won anything in a year. That Sony win was technically outside the calendar that, okay. that, that, that window, okay. uh, sky shuffler still has not won. Yeah. Could have got it done last week. It would be really official. He didn't, nope. uh, Sung Jay is now outside the 12 month window. Ooh, okay. He has not won anything. Uh, Hideki hasn't won anything since 2017. Fuck him. And Lee West hasn't won anything either. <laughs> So the other, those are all guys under 50 to one. If this trend holds for your money, cro- cross them off your list. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So I like it. I, yeah. And then other leagues, there's some comp courses. I've, you know, so Riviera is the one that most comes to mind. Like Bubba Watson won it three times, two time masters winner. Adam Scott's won there, won the masters. Phil's won there. Tigers. Well, actually tigers never won Riviera. Dustin Johnson won Riviera. He's a masters winner. So just looking at some of his top 10 at this year's Genesis, there's some interesting names on this list that did very well there. So Max Homa won. I think yep. he's a sleeper this week. He's been playing really good. I agree. Um, Tony Fino came in second again. He could have solved this. Hasn't won within 12 months and just by, but he didn't, but he didn't. So there you go. <laughs> uh, Cam Smith finished fourth. Yeah. Fitzpatrick was tied for fifth. Victor Hovland was tied for fifth. John Rom tied for fifth. Here's one that's going to haunt you. Frankie Molinari tied for eighth. I know. Here's another one that's going to make you want to insta bet him. Matt Jones, T8. Oh, shut up, dude. Come on, for real? I'm getting you. So, yeah, T8. Because it was windy as hell that Saturday. I think he moved up the leaderboard then. I know. And then DJ, and then DJ T8. So okay. there's a lot of interesting names on that list. There really is. Yeah. Okay. Um, Quail Hollow is also a comp. Like, I mean, I would never put Quail Hollow in the same category as a good golf course as Augusta national, yeah. but they're both really demanding to the green. They both commit that you have to drive the ball really well there. I get it. Tory pines is kind of similar to, so if you want to look at guys who are going to Tory, there's a little bit of a crossover Augusta national, um, TBC Harding park. That's a golf course that like you got to drive it really well there, drive it really yeah. long and straight. If you want to look at what happened to the PGA, go look at that, you know, leaderboard. You can see some correlations there. And then finally the ever obscure and bullshit Omega De- desert Dubai classic lean, which worked two years in a row. And then everybody is for gospel. Well, it's going to be back this year. Um, <laughs> so, won it. so in 2016, Danny Willett won it. Oh, I know on the masters. What, what is this past year? Oh, never mind. Got to keep going for the people. 2017 Sergio Garcia won it. They won the masters 2021. We finally have a contender in the list. Paul Casey won it. Paul Casey got an interesting number this week. Yeah, he does. I think he's like 50 to one. He's been playing good. It was 50. I, I was looking at it. I was looking at it only because of this, only because of what we talked about last year. Well, you also got newfound respect for Paul Casey. I do. Okay. Chirped, so there you go. That fan. He chirped yes. that fan. Yeah. What's so. funny is, is like the more and more I actually get a little like behind the curtain for some of these British golfers, the less and less I fucking hate them. And what's happening to you? I, I, I think mean, I'm rubbing off on you in that respect. I don't hate the British golfers. I think you always did. Yeah, of course I did. I'm fucking Irish Catholic. I, I, I'm, I'm raised to hate the British. Like this is what happens. Well, you know what? 
<laughs> Golf gambling trumps your heritage. So there you go. My money trumps my heritage. Okay. Well, no, I it mean, doesn't. That that's I mean, wrong. I no, no, that's absolutely wrong. I no, it doesn't. Right, well, you put <laughs> Shane, Shane Lowry on a boat, so you know what? That's where your loyalties lie. Hey, man, listen. It doesn't mean you won't kill your own fellow people. <laughs> the, I guess there are some <laughs> out there. All right, that's the, all. That's all the liens I've got. All right. Well, listen. If you want people who crunch data and go insane. Like Steve, listen, the guys over at PicksWise uh, do the same thing. They're a team of trend watching, data devouring, sports fanatic wise guys telling the who, what, where, why, and how behind every prediction on every game, every day, in every sport, and it's all for free. So PicksWise presents the Capper contest to follow with the likes of John Rothstein, Rashad Phillips, Jeff Dadu, and six other experts all competing to win a 10 K prize for all the action uh, for their free picks and analysis every day at the big dance by visiting pickswise.com slash mash badness. There's only one game left. So uh, go pick a winner, Find, follow these guys and figure out which way they're leaning. There's one way to go. And uh, I'll probably blindly bet them like I have uh, the rest of the time. Uh, so just make sure you go over there to pickswise.com slash match dash madness. And look, here's the big news. The big news, people. There's a $500 free roll coming. March, <laughs> right? March Madness is one thing. This is the Bastards. We have a $500 DFS free roll. All you got to do is rate and subscribe to the Golf Gambling Podcast. You go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash masters. Screenshot your review. Send it to them. The first, first 200 people get in. A $500 free roll. Winner take all. Um, yeah, man. Come get it, <laughs> like seriously, come get it. There's a, there's a, it's it's gonna be good. Like we we have our own little weekly thing. I'll keep that going. Uh, but for everybody else who wants to get into the free roll, who's too uh, scared to put up twenty whole dollars every week uh, into uh into, into a listener league, listen, the free roll contest where it's at. I'm sure uh, we can figure out some swag to give to the second and third prize uh, people as well. And uh, yeah, man, just go over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash masters. Make sure you rate review, send that screenshot and uh, we'll be good to go, man. Super easy. It's just like all the other sports game and podcast uh, rate and review contests uh, that you guys I'm sure have done in the past. So listen, come try to take down me and Steve. Good luck. Bitches. There you go. <laughs> all right. So I've done enough talking about like what I'm looking at, like some stats and leads attributes. So why don't we turn it back to my co-host? I, You've been listening for me blabbering out for about 45 minutes now. Yeah. What are you looking for as far as guys you want to bet on? Like what's the most, what attributes you're going to value most is experience, any particular thing they do well, any narratives that you want to follow. So just high level. So high level, what's your betting approach. So high level, high level shit. Like as far as the narrative, the only narrative I'm going on right now is Brooks. The only narrative I'm going down right now is Brooks coming back. Like, Oh, you think I'm out? You think I'm out? Okay. I'll come show you. I'm going to come win the masters. Right. That's the only narrative of all. But as far as like, uh, like I said, listen, I got my, I got my, I got my PP slapped uh, last year when I did not take into account experience, I discounted it way too much. So I definitely want guys who played there done well there or are trending in the right direction at that point, as far as outrights top tens, you know, and things like that. Uh, but I think accuracy off the tee, especially if you think it's going to p- play that firm and fast and scrambling is going to be there, like accuracy off the tee, way more than distance for me at this point, especially on a course like this, like, yeah, give me accuracy off the tee, good iron play that way you give yourself a better scramble shot, right? Because not all scrambling is great equal, right? 17 inches uh, onto the fringe is different than backside of bunker fucking 47 feet away. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, I think that I really think accuracy off the tee 
iron play, which means I should go bet Morikawa outright. I, I don't know what his I don't know what his experience level is like because I haven't looked into it, but like like a Morikawa type golfer, really. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we saw with Workday like he overcame a bad putter because he just ball strike the place to death. Adam yeah. Scott did it in 2013. Bubba has done it twice. Yeah, Sergio has done it. Oh, I like Sergio too. I almost I almost pulled the trigger on a bet on him already, but I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> okay, all right. You want to do? Does that make sense? No, I, 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 I agree with you. Like, I mean, okay. for me, I think it's going to be a traditional masters, a firm and fast one. And usually iron plane scramble gets it done. Like, obviously you need to putt there. Obviously you got to drive the ball. Well, right. if a guy is huge, red flags, like other than putting, like that can go like, as long as you've demonstrated with me, you can putt the ball occasionally. You're fine. If you're just like, if you're consistently bad, like Keegan, like, no, I'm not going to crush you off. Like, but like, if you have like giant red flags, T the green, you're going to get exposed. And like, usually that at that point, I'm like, all right, you're probably off the list. So, and then like, just kind of go by some of the trends that I talked about for about 15 minutes there. Yeah. And a lot of my bets so far fit a lot of those trends. So yeah. why don't we uh, break down uh, DraftKings pricing real quick? Just like initial, that like where they are. So, all right. So I'll Start, read them off. Cause that's yeah. supposed to be tomorrow's show, Steve. Well, then, this is just like first, like, and I'm just going to ask you like, who, who doesn't fit here? Like anything you disagree with and we're only okay. do the first two ranges. So over $10,000 DJ's yep. at 11, five, yep. John Rahm's at 11, Bryson DeChambeau's 10, eight, mm-hmm. Justin Thomas is 10, six Rory's 10, two and Xander Shoffley a flat $10,000. Anything stick out as far as guys under price who shouldn't be here. What do you say? In. I mean, it's hard to say, I mean, the only thing I would say is Rory and Xander, like maybe they're overpriced. I think they're okay. overpriced. Yeah, I think they're overpriced. Other than that, JT, Bryson, Rom, DJ, how the fuck do you quibble with that? You know what I mean? Like that's true. You know how do you how do you? I mean, they're the top four golfers in the world right now. Who's gonna be most popular in this range? You think? <sighs> probably, probably Xander and Bryson. I think it's gonna be JT by a mile. Think so? Yeah, JT's getting a lot of steam. Really? Yeah. I, I, that, that 10, six number right there too. I think it's going to be like, all right, I'm going to start my lineup with him and then start building around that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I can see that. Mm -hmm. And he just won the players. Yeah. I can see that. I think Rom is going to be really popular. Yeah. Especially Um, maybe Xander's always popular. Probably him. I think Rory's going to be not very popular. I think Bryson's going to get overlooked because of how big he blew up in everybody's faces last year. You think so? I think so. All right. Well, I guess that, it's, that, it's that, Sunday night, boys. It's Easter, so so we'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll see uh, we'll see more of this. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. I mean, this is just uh, this is just my gut call. Yeah, that's fine. And maybe I'm my opinion is tainted because he burned me so bad last <laughs> I year. Think, I think it might be. But I a think, lot I think of Bryce, people, I think Bryce is going to be pretty goddamn popular. It backfired so badly in a lot of people's faces, oh, like like publicly too. Like yeah. it was how, how bi- it was so built up that Bryson's going to over, like just overpower this place. Yep. And it was just over immediately. Yep. So I think people are going to remember that. And it was only six months ago. Like that, that's not that long. So yeah, it's true. All right. $9,000 range. You had Patrick Cantley, $9,800. Morikawa is $9,600. Spieth, $9,400. Patrick Reed, $9,300. Kepka's $9,200. Tony Fino, $9,100. And Webson's $9,000. Let's get one thing out of the way. Speed's going to be the most popular player in the game this week, right? But clearly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah he has to be, right? I mean, 25% ownership. 
Oh, easy. North. North. 30? North, yeah. I, I would say, I, I would say like, what it was it? It's a $10 millimaker this week. I bet you he's at 34% in the, in the $10 millimaker this week. Mm-hmm. 34. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm getting, uh, as we did this podcast, my two friends who really are just the most mainstream golf fans, you know, like they only care about Tiger and Ricky. Uh, my buddy just texted me, Spieth is definitely winning the Masters. I'm, by the way, I'm in. And then a gif of a baby throwing cash out the window. So, yes, he's going to be very popular this week. I had a 51 ticket, Steve. I know. I think it, I think it might be mush now. It is mush now. Damn it, dude. I was just, <laughs> God damn it. I, I, I hope your, your fist line just gets caught on the audio there. So. God. All right. Yeah. Fine. All right. So uh-huh. otherwise besides speed, anything else in this range? Like, so Web's who's going to be the next, who's going to be the next most popular guy? Oh, the next most popular, uh, you know, yeah, probably just because I don't know though. I feel like Brooks could pick up some steam. Yeah. I think he might too. I think Brooks could pick up some steam. Webb's yeah. overpriced. Webb's on a $9,000 golfer right now. Yeah, I think I think, I think I, you know what I think I think Fino actually ninety one hundred is pretty fucking reasonable. I think it is too. I, I think I think people are really, maybe the, people look at that miscut and think he's off form, and his numbers still look pretty strong. Like especially more, the iron, like yeah. it, like over his last sixteen rounds, he's gained over a shot around with his irons. Yeah, I, I that's that's gonna be good. He's like the, the scrambling strong. I, I hope he gets overlooked. I think I, I hope he does too. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I think Canley's going to be popular. He always is more cow. I think is going to be popular. Yep. Yeah. I, I think the guys in this range, it's Reed Simpson, probably going overlooked. I don't know. I can see Brooks getting overlooked. And so people with it, like, because people are gonna be like, all right, pound the outright number, but avoid for DraftKings unless it's like cash play, like GPP. Yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense. But I mean, the numbers. I mean, Kepka's healthy. His numbers look awesome. We'll talk oh, about him tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like everything across the board looks great. So, all right. Those. That's uh DraftKings. Um, now why don't we talk about where some of our bets are? Okay. Uh, Do you want to go first? Do you have a list of what what you're on? Because I, yeah, I yeah. got something on here. I, yeah, I pretty much know what I want. I, so I got right. Munez, like I said, whatever is one twenty five to one. I think I got Brooks. It was either I don't know where I got Brooks at. Um, thirty six to forty two to one. Okay. Um, like Jordan Spieth, fifty to one. <laughs> um, I bet Rom today once he had the baby. I think I got sixteen to one or eighteen to one on him. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's better than what I got. Really? So maybe maybe it's maybe it's shorter than that. Hang on. Okay. And then um, I feel like I'm on two others too. Um, okay. Go ahead, go with yours. I'll pull mine up. All right. I'm on eight, and I think I'm done. Okay. Yeah. You can't be done yet. I got good number. It's well, it's eight guys, eight outrights, and but I got decent numbers on a lot of these guys. I got Rom. So, okay, all right. So I I I bet Rom last night at fifteen because so I actually did see an eighteen to one number in the afternoon yesterday, and I hesitated, and I looked last night. It was down to fifteen. Yeah. So I think word got out. Kid wipes it out. Yeah. And someone started pounding that number because yeah. it went to fifteen. And I'm like, why right, this is that I'm like, this is because the number was going the wrong way for a month. Yeah. And then when I saw it going to 15, I'm like, maybe I should bet it just, just in case. And it was a 15 and then he had the kid and I found a, the same book napping who didn't adjust it down to 10 or whatever it is now. So I did a little more at 15 Rama 15 to one. Good with that. Like um, about a month ago, I found can't 28 to one. I don't love it, but he's down yeah, to 20. 20. Yeah. He's down to 20. 
whatever. I'll take it. It's Patrick yeah. Hanley's playing great. He's inside top 10 TD green. Give it that. I bet more cow 30 to one today. Okay. And I actually, and I actually feel pretty good about it. I'm All happy right. I did that. Um, okay. I bet Kepka 35 to one. Um, I just, I was going to bet it. And then I saw the social media post, and I'm like, I'm glad I did. And then I had a bunch of guys I bet about a month ago that, uh, some I regret some I like, so we'll see. Um, I wish the weather was gonna be a little crappier for Webb Simpson. It's 50 to one. Probably wish I could take that back, but you know what? Web 51. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. Burger 50 to one. I like that number a lot. Yeah. He's been really solid. Uh, Paul Casey, 60 to one. Like that it. number's not there anymore. No, nah, it's a 45. I was just looking yep. at yeah. And Matt Fitzpatrick, 80 to one. Oh, you got Fitzy at 80 to one. That, that number is nowhere. Anywhere. I literally, I literally just bet him while I was scrolling through this. Probably thing. like, probably like half that. Like yeah, no, it's 50. Five. I got him at 50. Okay. I'll take Still, it. 80 to one. And outside of that, I looked at everything, anything past 80 to one. I don't like what about, it. What about Connors? Connors is still sitting at 80. Does he really win the masters? I don't know. I he can finish top ten. I don't think he's gonna win. I don't know, man. It's I, funny that, I, know that I, I mentioned. I mentioned. I'm literally describing Colin Morikawa on the type of golfer who I want to win outright, and I don't have him outright. So, boom. Guess what I'm getting on? I'm getting on. I'm getting on Morikawa right now, and I just bit Fitzpatrick as well. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's that's where we're at right now. I think I learned my lesson after the work day that if Morikawa is going to be anything over twenty five to one, just bet him. Like, well, I, listen, it's only it's his second Masters, and he play all that great last year, but you know what? Xander showed up and finished second in his second master. Spieth won his second time. Will won his second time. And, and, uh, and Maury and Maury Kava is a much better golfer than Xander period. End of story. Probably he's better. Well, all right. He's better golfer than Danny Willett. How about that? Yeah, that's fine. I, I'm going to stand by my statement. And I think, uh, and I think, <laughs> I think eventually in his career, he's going to be looked back as just as good as Jordan Spieth. He is that good. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. So 30 to one more Kawa. Let's go. Uh, I have some matchups. I'm on already. I found a book. They already had them out. So uh, I found Fitzpatrick minus 120 over Tommy Fleetwood. Ah, oh, my man. Thank God. There you go. I also found Fitzpatrick plus 115 over Sung JM. I think Sung is getting a little too much respect for what he did last year. Yo, is that on the same one of the same books we're on? I don't know. No, it's not. Fuck. It's not. Um, Matt Wallace plus 105 over Mackenzie Hughes. Ooh, I like that. Yep. And then uh, Matt Jones minus one thirty over Zach Johnson. I did bet that hoping the wind was gonna be a little more, but you know what? Yeah, Zach's like that, that's a little scary, man. Zach has not been playing very good. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, and then I have one pro- tournament prop already. All right. The book has since taken it off because it was a stupid number they put. God damn it! What do you got? Remember last year how fucked we got with a hole in one prop? <laughs> yeah, I do. Because they didn't do this traditional Sunday yeah. play. Well, you know what they're gonna do this year? Traditional, traditional Sunday, Sunday play. Yep. Hole in one round four, yes, plus one fifty. And oh, that got taken down immediately after everybody pounded it. That was dumb by that by that book. That they haven't even put it back up. I pounded that number. Yes. Bet. Bet. So there you go. Um, a couple I'm considering. Cut line is set right now, it's over under one forty seven and a half plus three and a half. That is gonna be weather dependent. I was in love the with cut that. Cut line number. at plus three? Plus yeah, so plus three plus four. I was in love with that number when they looked at the winds are going to be up. Yeah. Winds don't look that severe Thursday, Friday. Yeah, what's the juice on the under? I think it's it's over is minus one thirty, under is plus one hundred. Really? Yeah, I kind of. I think plus under one thirty is not bad. 
I don't know. I want to see what the weather report does first. Um, over under 22 and a half players under par. Kind of like the under on that one. I, I, I think it's going to be tough for Masters. Okay. Like, if I think the winning scores be like minus 10, how many guys are going to be under par? Yeah, that's Not that fair. many. Yeah. That's fair. And then some outrights I'm considering. What happens if Rory gets 20 to 1? Or if I see a Rory 20 to 1 number, what am I going to do? I don't know yet. You're going to bet it. <sighs> Maybe. Because look, yeah. I'll bet it too, because whatever. All right. So I listen, I, I've shown him at 18 right now on yeah. one of the same. Sh- I mean, what's the difference? Because I'm already on eight, dude. The difference is between nine ninety nine. and it doesn't matter. I'm already nine. on, eight. I'm, I'm already on eight. And I, d- I don't like, yeah, no, listen, there's a lot. Of, yeah. It's a lot of outrights. I yeah. I, I might be done. All right. Here's another question. I don't think it's going to get there, but what have, what will I do if I see Xander Shoffley 30 to one? I mean, you probably should bet it. I won't, but I, but I wouldn't fault you for it. The problem is I think it's going the other way. I, I saw he was 25 to one today. Yeah, I think there still is a 20. There is a still, there are 25 to one number still hanging yeah, out there, yeah. but it's moving to, it's moving down to 20 now. Yeah. I see 22. So yeah. So I think that moves down. I don't think it's going to get there. I probably was better. What's the matter? You didn't want to bet your boy Decky. <laughs> you don't want to bet your boy Decky. No. Talk to all you. No, that, that didn't work. You know what? It looked really good. After all you want. All you assholes shitting all over me, fucking all weekend. It slack. looked really, it looked really good at round one. It's like, and go ahead, then, keep keep lighting your money on fire, fuckers. All right, last guy. We haven't really talked about it a whole lot. Hoblin's thirty three to one. I don't hate it. He fits a lot yeah, of stuff. He's, he's won in the last year. He well, he's not inside the top ten strokes gain TD Green, but he's good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I figure like if we, if we like Morikawa, we should like Hoblin, right? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, for me though, Morikawa is more proven. Yeah, I would agree. And he's gonna make. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you really want to like get really deep into it, Hoblin's shot shape is better for Augusta than Morikawa's is. But what's Wolf's again? <laughs> Just out of curiosity, Wolf is not even on the radar. But I mean, like to finish that thought, like. I mean, DJ, he hits phase all day yeah. and he won. So you yeah. tell me Morikawa can't win yeah. with a fade there. Yeah. He can win with a fade there. Yeah. I mean, and he can hit a draw with his irons. Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, listen, Hoblin's fine. Oh, and I forgot. Uh, I also have seen Kim already. The, um, <laughs> you can't, you can't quit him. Oh, whatever, dude. You know how many times I could bet this fucking guy to make up for it? <laughs> That's true. Like, you are still way in the positive. I'm still way in the positive. So whatever, yeah, yeah. let's go. And that is a guy who I believe in that actually could, if his irons get hot, I wish he was a little mentally tougher though. Like he does seem like he gets flustered pretty easily. Yeah. And it's tough. If it's going to be a tough scoring addition to the mass and that might not be a good year. Although, you know, his course history is not that bad. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah. So. I mean, it's, it's been hanging at like right. 35 or so. So. Yeah, whatever. All right, I got nothing else. You got anything? anything? Nothing, man. Other than listen, right. man, we got uh, we got the DFS show with Nagel's Bagels tomorrow night. Uh, I was told to try to spin them up on uh, the Giants and Gettleman, uh, not by you, Steve, by somebody else. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and then we got the full betting show for you guys on Tuesday, where we do in depth, insane shit, lots of exotic stuff, uh, nationalities, top twenties, matchups. Listen, smorgasbord of betting. <laughs> 
it's mm-hmm. it's literally the best time to bet golf is this week. Like so, load it up. Hope you guys got in with us on on, on speed and some of the matchups we put out. So we have fat bankrolls and listen, smash this time. Really, it's time to set up the whole year right now for betting on golf. Let's do it. So. For myself, Boston Capper, and the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. It's Masters Week, motherfuckers. Let's go break the book. Let's go.